Hello and welcome to the Fleet Insider. On this podcast, we will be inviting fleet managers from across the UK to share their thoughts and insights on being a fleet manager. Covering everything from what the day looks like, to how the Cortex fleet tracking system helps them to make decisions, gain insight and make improvements to the running of their fleet. And also to look at the challenges they're currently facing and how they are overcoming them. Jason, welcome to the Fleets Insider podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Rather than me introduce you, Jason, please tell us about Prezo, your role there, and what you guys do as an organisation. So Prezo is a business that's solving a multitude of issues or challenges for the fleet industry, whereby there appears to be a plethora of data available to end-user fleet customers. And this is through telemetry, highly accurate telemetry information, really just highlighting performance of drivers and managing their well-being and their risk factors. So we help fleets really bring that data to life by harmonizing and integrating with partners Quartix being a a key partner for us, and we then provide the driver training interventions and the whole gamification and general improvements for an end user customer because they'll already have the relationship and the telemetry that's being provided by Quartix. We provide a concierge over and above that for them. So we, as a supplier, sit in between and provide all of the analytics and driver improvement engagement measures, I would say. And as a business, you know, we've been around for probably seven to eight years. I've not been with a business all of that time, but I joined uh, two to three years ago. Uh, My background has been software, you know, commercial operations. When I very first started out in the automotive industry, it was more um, maintenance and leasing company kind of background. And then I swiftly, through the leasing operations, I moved into uh, the commercial side of software and joined some businesses that really kind of accelerated the whole path of general automotive consultancy and software solutions that's who we are Uh, hopefully in the conversation today we'll get some time to talk about how we do that for our customers yeah so you must have quite a broad range of customers i guess different size of fleets obviously different industries as well what are the typical challenges are they facing right now so cost of living i think everybody knows that both in their private life and in their professional life so for a fleet and anybody that's managing a fleet of drivers risk is always a, a major metric for them to be managing and controlling but risk has a an array of different aspects to it in terms of financial risk of course in terms of cost of living that i mentioned you know fuel pump pricing salaries etc general overheads but what comes with the financial element is compliance and the whole risk management aspect around health and safety, driving for work legislation, the data that's available to fleets as well, because, you know, I spoke about that in my introduction, there is a lot of data that's made available. It's about applying intelligence and proper techniques to make accurate use of that information and really use those insights to drive some improvements and the opposite of the whole cost of living, which is what can we provide back into the business in terms of uh, return and investment so challenges being an industry-wide thing which is financial but the risk element is a a continuous aspect that needs to be managed 
Well, something you mentioned there was around data, and we know using um, telematics and these softwares now, there's there's so much data available to fleet managers and transport managers. But what data points and what data aspects would say you look at if you were looking at reducing a client's fleet cost? So in the case of the strong partnership that we have with Cortex and how we provide that into the customer base, the data points we look at are your typical driving risk elements, which are speeding, braking, cornering, harsh acceleration, anything that can potentially cause accidents or stress behind the wheel of a vehicle. Uniquely, we take all of that information through an integration that we hold with Quartix. So that means we've got a real-time data sync on what's actually happening for a driver whilst they're driving vehicles. If we were then to expand that out a bit more, then a fleet manager can look at that information and all those data points across the entire fleet not just single drivers so typically it's those type of behaviors that we're taking through the data points but it's not exclusive we also add our own which is driver distraction are they using phones behind the wheel um, anything that could be potentially dangerous for them. People on the phone behind the wheel, something you mentioned there, I was going down the motorway on my behalf and saw huge HCV. Clearly, I, you can tell, but you can tell a mile off, can't you? I said, that guy's yeah. on his phone on my behalf. And as we drove past, weirdly enough, he was on his phone. How can you stop that? What data are you able to use? You, or is that just you trying to educate that driver to not do it? Exactly that. It's through monitoring, it's through measurement, and it's through the education piece. So whether it be a speeding event or a harsh braking event, or indeed they're scrolling on their mobile phone or just distracted in general, the general ethos behind Prezo is that we will understand and measure what's actually happening, but then we will provide coaching and feedback to a driver and to the fleet manager and ultimately the business to remedy that poor behavior because it is ultimately a poor behavior and it's a very, very risky one. So that is handled no differently to um, going around corners too fast, potential road traffic collisions through late braking, et cetera, driver distraction and using your mobile phone. We would tend to implement a strategy there for the fleet, which is an instant feedback to the driver to say, you know, it's been monitored what's happened, but let's look at ways um, how we can improve that or reduce that from happening moving forward. So we do that through the exchange of media and campaign material to the driver that the fleet manager, incidentally, can see the performance on the overall learning management that the driver is performing at that time. So getting back to your earlier point and question, it's all about education, training, coaching, and it has to be continuous in our mind, which is what Prezo and Quartix offer their end user customer. Because Prezo itself are trying to revolutionise driver safety, aren't you? you know, that's what you guys are really, really trying to be known for. But in that instance, obviously that is just a driver's bad behaviour. But when it comes to erratic driving, like say going around corners too fast, again, I guess that comes down to training again, doesn't it? It's just that education piece. Correct. Proactive, reactive. It happens throughout the whole risk management program. It's 24-7, 365, dependent on whether the driver is performing impeccably or whether there's some behaviours that have slipped in or whether there's some genuine problems that they've had to experience on the road. You know, to avoid an accident, sometimes you have to brake late. To avoid an accident, sometimes you have to accelerate. So it's about bringing that data to life and building the scenario for the driver and for the fleet manager. Now that can be done in a couple of ways. If the customer has camera technology, 
um, forward facing or in cab that can be used to analyze the driving event that's taken place and then Prezo goes off and provides uh, the coaching campaign material to coach that out of the driver and to then further audit and monitor their performance from that point onwards that's how we address those types of behaviors as a harmonized solution between the two yeah and i guess data can obviously aid all of that but really comes down to that particular driver being educated in the right way and just then taking that on board and, and implementing it essentially absolutely and uh, across the whole piece and this is the differentiator uh, on what we provide by the two best of breed systems which is it's not just the proactive coaching element and the driver training intervention that we're passing based on performance it's the engagement analytics so how involved are the driver in that type of education program how involved are they and how are they improving so that is all passed back to the driver they have a full uh, transparency on their own behaviors their own performance criteria as well as the overall uh, fleet that's being managed in the exact same way. You guys have a number of different clients and fleet manager, transport manager contacts. And I know this is going to sound quite a basic question here, but what are the benefits from your perspective of that fleet manager, that transport manager using a fleet tracking system? Because still to this day, there's a large proportion of the UK fleets that still haven't adopted this technology, which is baffling to us here what the benefits from sort of someone being from a little bit outside but still on the peripheries what what, what, would, what would you ask us that be well it's okay if we put the human element into that you you know again in private and personal life uh, as well as professional life you you don't know what you don't know so sadly you know when it comes to road safety in general we typically as you know our local councils our national highways the system approached that previously has been we wait for something to go wrong don't we to put a you know sadly for a, a road traffic collision or you know a fatality dare i say it you know for us to do anything about the infrastructure now whether that be putting an extra set of lights in or or a roundabout or a zebra crossing to help people cross the road until that event has taken place you don't really know how risky things are when people are driving motor cars and motor motorbikes for, for business purposes, let alone private purposes as well. And the simple fact is, you know, office workers um, have health and safety accident books and lots of process around how to, to handle many aspects of their role in terms of compliance. But driving, we've, we've been saying it for years, is probably the most dangerous thing anybody can do for a living when it comes to the volume of people that carry out that role. So whether the person that's driving a vehicle is delivering pallets, they're delivering parcels, they're an engineer that's going to repair or service something, they all have the same thing in common, which is risk. And if we can mitigate that risk or provide the tools to end user fleets and their drivers to manage that risk element, it will really highlight what's actually happening out there um, and actually improve and enhance the processes to, to make drivers a lot safer behind the wheel essentially and that you know that's the important task danger money i remember this phrase being coined years ago we also see a big oil tanker going up the motorway and as a kid to my mum or dad coming which one always say oh you'd, you'd get danger money for for driving those things and again it comes down to that risk that you said but is that still a term that's coined or has my parents just made that up <laughs> 
I wouldn't say they've made it up, but it's perhaps not as common nowadays. But having said that, you know, jokes aside, having said that, you know, that vehicle, that tanker that's being driven on the motorway or wherever you see it, conversely, actually has a lot of legislation and a lot of compliance criteria that they have to adhere to. Whether that be to driving CPC driver hours or whether it be the actual asset, the vehicle itself being compliant and safe to be on the roads, what we find, and I think the industry subconsciously knows or people that are working within the industry absolutely know is that company car drivers especially gravely as well as van drivers there isn't as much or sometimes no legislation so actually the danger money should probably be pointed towards those guys and girls nowadays which kind of gives you a 360 view of it all because yes of course a tanker a hgv a tractor trailer you know if anything was to go wrong can be far more dangerous and impactful in terms of the severity of what what happens in a collision but in terms of the again volume the number of vehicles the number of drivers the last mile fleet of vehicles since you know pandemic time has just boosted and accelerated because of all our driving habits there's lots of drivers out there i would hesitate to say that aren't as professional as truck drivers but i mean that in every sense that they've not had to go through all of the the legislation that a truck driver would have to go through and continuously so danger money yeah i can understand why your parents might say that i think the landscape has changed somewhat if i'm being honest with you and you know we smart motorways was a good example that was done to relieve the stress of the volume of traffic on the roads and that had quite an impact on other elements of risk and safety that weren't quite working so we're always striving as a industry, as a, a country, as a, you know, a world, we're always striving to improve road safety and reduce accidents and fatalities ultimately. So I would say the whole driving risk factors has, has changed somewhat for the last 15 to 20 years. It's really interesting that you you put it that way and actually you know you said that 360 look it's like actually no you're you are you are right you know they are they're so regulated you know those tankers as an example and you know, the gray market you know we know it's a whole different beast altogether there's someone i want to go into now which is um two words which is probably on everyone's mind or they've seen it online ai i want to hear about how you guys are using ai and ai driven sort of um, technologies um, around fleet safety yeah so ai is a fantastic technology that i think needs to be harnessed but it needs to be harnessed and controlled in terms of the rate of growth you know the elon musks of this world have spoken about that you know keeping a, a, an element of control on it but in a preso world and in a driver safety world ai is critical for us and our customers because it can essentially replace the process not the human the process that a human would have to go through if for example i'm a fleet manager and i'm looking after 150 drivers for me to continuously make sense of what's actually happening out on the road for my drivers for the betterment of their safety i would have to analyze lots and lots of information lots of data points lots of potential issues and driving events for me to understand that and actually digest it, normalize it, and then ultimately speak to the drivers about that through counseling or whether it be buying in driver training externally, um, you know, that might be classroom, it might be e-learning. All of that takes an awful lot of time and effort. And let's remember and remind ourselves, a fleet manager doesn't 
have one responsibility and that's just to look after driver safety they have a heck of a lot several pieces of jigsaw that they have to manage and control and sometimes juggle on a daily basis so to be able to use ai and overlay that into their processes it provides them with that you know 360 safety hub providing all the exceptions on what's actually happening in my fleet all of the time every time and it enables me to contact feedback and communicate with my drivers whether i have 10 drivers whether i have 150 or 10,050 i'm able to then get to all of those behaviors get to that exchange of information with the driver in real time all of the time and put simply James, without AI and artificial intelligence, deep learning, we and our customers just simply would not be able to do that. Yeah, it's amazing to hear because I think AI is brilliant. And AI isn't a new technology. We've seen it evolve over the last 12 months quite considerably, but AI isn't something that's sort of new to the world. AI has been around for, for donkey's years. It's just capabilities have increased. Um, and how you're using it is is how it should be used. Like I said, there are some constraints, maybe the maybe as a world we should look at, but actually from um, from how you guys are using it, you know, which is exactly what AI should be used for, and that's the you know, that's how it should be used. But keeping on that, so in terms of sort of using you know AI and obviously Prezo um, software itself, how do you help fleet managers challenge things like wear and tear, fuel consumption, and, and ultimately fleet performance as a whole? For those of us that are into to sport, whether it be rugby, football, Grand Prix, anything like that, if you think of Prezo as the touchline coaching that's constantly communicating with drivers, feeding back what's happening, how we can make improvements, providing corrective media into the drivers at the correct time, that is the critical part, is the timing of all the interventions. If you extrapolate that out and think, okay, if I'm able to reduce my overall speed or my overall harsh acceleration by a factor of even five percent then my fuel burn my battery range is all being improved therefore that's the real payback to a fleet that's sometimes not spoken about but is very much on the agenda um, for the first 12 months of using a quartix and prezo so you know that that also dovetails very nicely into insurance risk as well in terms of mitigating that risk and reducing the claim uh, cycle and number and volume of claims. If you're educating and coaching drivers, just to be clear, none of this is patronizing by the way. We've all passed our driving test and we're all out on the road. Nobody likes to be told that they're a bad driver. That's not what we're about, that's not what we do. To be clear, a lot of the time it's reminding and you know. I myself, if I'm testing the app, you know, sometimes it will report back to me that I've done something. I, okay, I put my hands up. My bad. I did do that. Completely didn't think about it. And now it's made me aware. I'm more aware of my driving because of that. So by having that knock-on effect across the lion's share of drivers, because, you know, let's be honest, in the real world, you will always have some rogue drivers that just will not change. That happens, but what systems and a systematic approach gives you is it weeds out those type of drivers and allows you the capability and the analysis to say, okay, which are the drivers I really need to spend an awful lot of time on? Are these drivers dangerous to themselves, to other road users, to the business, et cetera, et cetera? 
that whole return on investment in you know, part mortality rates, if I'm breaking less harshly, then my brake pads and discs aren't being as worn as, free, worn as frequently, therefore the replacement, the knock-on effect in terms of the environmental impact there, as well as the financial impact is huge. And it's really all about managing and controlling all of those aspects all of the time, not just some of the time, not necessarily engaging with a driver two weeks after something has happened. If we're able to address it there and then, it's fresh in the mind, it's brought the data to life, it highlights any potential issues and it corrects those and we move on. As I say, the upshot is reduced fuel burn, which is great for the environment, great for the pocket with the fuel pump prices and everything else that comes with that. If you lower that risk needle, then of course you'll get an impact in the insurance aspect as well. Whether that be a bursary or a reduction in insurance premiums, all of those can be seen for, for our customers. What's amazing with Fleet is that it doesn't take a lot to move the needle. So like you said then about, you know, if everyone stopped half breaking 20% of the time, that's a huge impact on the businesses, you know, bottom line, wear and tear, which goes back in terms of revenue and it doesn't need the practice. It doesn't take a lot for it to move the needle for that fleet. Again, using a software like Quartix, you know, you guys over at Prezo, you can see the commercial benefit of using those systems. These decisions are commercially driven as well, not just around sort of safety, which, you know, plays into the holistic approach of, you know, how can we help this business from Cortex perspective and obviously you appraiser then. In terms of appraiser and Cortex, again, we've seen, you know, you've been in this a long time as well, Jason, but we've seen technology over the last 20, 30 years, just it's brilliant, isn't it, from where we were. Are there emerging technologies that you can see sort of shaping the fleet market moving forward? Autonomous driving, autonomous vehicles, whether we like it, whether we believe in it, whether that takes 10, 15, 20 plus years, it will happen. It won't happen overnight. You know, you won't get up on a Monday morning with internal combustion engines and electric vehicles all playing nicely on the roads, going to, to sleep on the Monday night waking up Tuesday morning to everything being autonomous and driving itself that's just not going to happen so I think the advancing technologies are a good thing there it's going to help us learn a lot throughout that process because it's going to be a phased approach and when I say advancing technologies cameras are almost the norm now they're in most proper fleet when I going to say proper fleets this this is fleets that are already handling health and safety compliance uh, driver well-being it's in the conversation now if they haven't already got that so you know you've almost got a, a complete outlook on what the driver is experiencing there you've got tracking a to b you've got driver performance how they're performing behind the wheel you've got driver education you've got coaching essentially you've got lots of data and you'll have even more data as the advancing technologies move along because vehicles are coming out from the factory now with accident avoidance systems etc etc so there will be an awful lot for the good of road safety but for a fleet manager that can be scary because i'm a fleet manager and i've got my vehicles being tracked i'm trying to keep on top on how i'm managing driver behavior and then i start to see some other data sets that are being passed to me and there's some compliance that are wrapped around all of that i think the advancing technologies won't just be in that hardware per se it will be in the software Software to handle that exchange of data as well. And that's not just vehicle big data, that's also driver and personal big data, which is how does a, a driver profile themselves? How does a business that's about to employ that driver 
how do they profile that person as well uh, and their suitability for that role. Whilst I don't have a magic wand and I can see into the future and say, okay, in the next 10 years, we're going to get, you know, smart motorways whereby you can take your hands off the steering wheel and, you know, it will get me there in time and all of that. I think what's evidently clear is human nature right now and has been for quite a long time now. We've got access to everything. Everything is accessible through smartphone, tablet, PC, you know, through technology. And I see that getting even greater in the automotive and fleet space, definitely. And it's it's all about convenience, isn't it? To be able to view any type of information on the smartphone is far more desirable than having to go somewhere or to open a book or to you know visit an office just to carry out that task. So I see the digitization of everything uh, really ratcheting up in the future for sure. And and you're you're right. Fleet managers need to embrace this change and they need to adopt it because these these technologies aren't there to replace them. It's just there to aid and help them. If you look at, you know, I've spoken to quite a few people on, on this podcast and a lot of fleet managers who've been in this for quite a long time have told me about, we've all seen them, the massive whiteboards where you'd have, you know, the jobs and one guy had a map of the UK and had his little trucks going, you know, when they'd yep. come to the depot, they'd go in and go three, four, five, you know, trucks come. How it's advanced in such a short amount of time. Fleet managers definitely need to embrace it. It's not something to be scared of. It's just there to aid and, and to help them and to make their life easier. Because a lot of the, the stuff that right. Sportix, Prezo do is a lot of the stuff that fleet managers typically don't want to do so actually it's taking a lot of that away from them so yeah well that was brilliant well jason thank you so much for for coming on today how can people find out a little bit more about yourself or Prezo? thank you it's been uh, an absolute pleasure thank you for inviting us on here today we're always uh, available you can call the office all the contact details are on the corporate site all the w's dot prezo.com that's prezo as in high praise incidentally there's a hidden anagram in the name prezo which is praise ai software that's how we come up with the name of prezo so you can go to prezo.com all of the information is available to you we have you know youtube channels and uh, all social media accounts that can be accessible uh, at any time brilliant thank you for today jason thank you you're welcome thanks a lot thank you for joining us today if you'd like to find out more about how Cortex can help enhance your business's productivity and reduce costs, head to our website and get a free demo.